welcome in. Thanks for joining us once again on the Red Rock Sports Podcast. It is Tuesday, February 14th. It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Uh, Hopefully, as you're listening to this, you didn't forget about it because it's too late. It's likely too late. And your spouse, significant other, is not very happy with you. So uh, hopefully, Connor, Nick, Connor, you're... Singles? Not to call you out. I'm I'm just putting you on total blast here. So you're great. You have no problem. Soaps, did you do good? Uh, I got next week. We do the... We do dinner next week or the week before. We don't ever do a day of. So. Okay. Yeah, okay, too, that's brilliant. They're that's, too cool. That's, that's too brilliant. Cool. No, it's no, just no. too packed. It's just yeah. smart. Ah, yeah. Ah, it's, it, ah, plus, plus people charge more and it's just... So it's you're not, you're not cooking for the miss or anything? No, like I don't that. cook for the no, miss. We go okay. out to eat. Mm. Yep. Okay, I so see. tell me... Big time. Tell me if I'm terrible, but like... You're terrible. My my wife brought up to me like, oh, hey, you know what? What are we going to do for Valentine's? I'm like, girl, we went out for a couple of nice dinners while we were in Vegas. Like, I think one of those counts, right? Like, I, I don't have to take her out for another <laughs> so, nice dinner, right? So you're one of those. So so if you uh, if you had a girlfriend or something that had a birthday that was like the day after like New Year's or something, right? And you guys went out for New Year's and like celebrated and went to a really like nice restaurant... You just had come birthday time a week later. You're like, you know what? We would just roll that all into one. I mean, yes, terrible person. Uh, you are a terrible person. Okay, maybe not that like a year to year basis. So maybe not on a year to year basis. But if I went, I mean, and I'm not gonna like start throwing figures and numbers out here. But one of the meals was very, very expensive. It was mm. like a $250 bottle of wine that I bought there. Okay, so Ooh. I'm just saying. I think that that one carries over this year. What'd she say? I think that could carry Uh, over, but you still got to do something. She wasn't thrilled. So what I did, what I did is I suggested like, hey, let's go like, let's find a local place. Let's get a mom and pop dinner this weekend. You know, let's do something like that. Okay, that's fair. You know, so we don't have to go shell out for some fancy steakhouse or something like that. Let's, let's go, you know, we got a couple of real nice local places around. Let's go find one of those and get dinner in. Well, she didn't, you know. We're still together. She the key is you she, just have to establish before the nice dinner that you bought that this is the Valentine's dinner. You know, That's that on was you. the mistake. This That's was the you. mistake mm-hmm. that I made. True. I also wasn't expecting to show up to that dr- dinner a little bit lit where I ended up buying a $275 bottle of wine. Oh, really? You know? oh, so, so now it's 275 What's 250 what, Yeah. What did I That's say? True. Uh, Tomorrow's going to be 300 <laughs> she, she didn't see the ticket, so she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That was a $500 bottle no, See, that's different. That's different. Mm. You're in the clear, Jay. You're more in the clear than what I because I was thinking like you're gonna do nothing on Valentine's like nah we did it there we're just gonna stay home and drink I mean I'm doing nothing like, tonight certainly nothing okay. tonight no, fair that's enough. not happening I, I'm, I'm on soap so Nick and I we, we, we think the same way we always go to the weekend before or the weekend after that's the key it's too much tonight yeah mm-hmm. it's too much well if you guys are noticing our voices maybe sounding a little off I know mine feels like it's off yeah, uh it no don't adjust your dial uh this is the sound of getting a little too rowdy for the super bowl uh still still recovering from that yeah it this is as good uh, as it gets today yeah this is it this uh-huh. is it so if you if if i if my voice cracks that's the main thing i have to like give the disclaimer because at some point in the show i'm probably going to crack and sound like a 13 year old uh forgive me forgive me uh <laughs> we had fun though I, I appreciate the invite you guys brought me along to your regular super bowl adventures in uh, in las vegas and we had a great time at the super bowl watch party uh what what are you guys' thoughts how did you feel about the the game itself the super bowl it was a great game i mean 
What's not what's not to like about it other than the fact that the arch nemesis of the Broncos won? Uh, but I bet on them. So it's I was going to say we were all on the Chiefs. Out, we know? were all on the Chiefs. So no, I, I, hey, it was a good from a from a football standpoint. It was a good game. I mean, what more could you ask for? Big plays, uh, big turn of events, uh, close game. Jalen Hurts scored the like, first touchdown. It, yes, we made a uh, mutual bet to have Big. Jalen Hurts. Although I don't think Jared was on it, but uh, no, uh, I was a little Nick late. To the that's game all that matters. Those bets <laughs> did miss on the uh, heads tails. That was tough. That uh, was tough. Well, I didn't. I hit on it. I hit on the oh. heads tails. So yeah, tails never fails. How do you not know? That? Oh, stop. How oh, do you so not no, know? I listened to my friend Tyler Walgie and all of the uh, the physics to it. You know, the weight distribution the and <laughs> and everything. No, that doesn't make sense because it's a quarter that's custom. It's a custom coin. What did he do? A sample size of that particular quarter? Maybe mm-hmm. uh, he did his research. Okay, yeah, I'm see. not going to go let's into the details, see. but he did his research. And hey, you know what? It was a 50-50 flip. What can you do? Yeah. But that was great, man. Lots of lots of scoring. It uh I know we didn't have a full show last week, you know, after some uh technical difficulties getting the show out, but you know, kind of went in our conversation we had it kind of went how we talked about, right? Like how are these teams really going to stop each other? Like if if they do, then that team's going to win the game, right? Um, big plays on behalf of the Eagles. Uh, the pass rush didn't really get to Mahomes all that much. I mean, it was there. It was present, but it wasn't a difference maker. Yeah, um, and I know that's been a little bit of a talking point, too, the condition of the, the field. The field, Where right? you can see play after play, these guys slipping out on him. I, 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 yes, that obviously had some impact on the game. I'm not going to say that made, made or break made or broke the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, you mentioned the high scoring. And that's something that, at least early in Super Bowls, we have not seen a lot in the past half decade or so, where it's like, you kind of getting the feeling out, the tentative. I mean, it was back and forth. Yeah, and back. they were, they I were mean, going shoot, for it. They were going <laughs> for that over in, in the first half, man. It was pretty close to it. So uh, that's one. That's a bet that we all missed out on, I think, getting in on is, is betting that over. But that's what, as a fan, I love to see that. Don't get me wrong. I love a defensive matchup. But seeing these two teams just back and forth, that was a lot of fun watching that so i, I it was fun and my uh as someone who hasn't watched a ton of eagles this year necessarily I, I think i've watched more chiefs this year than eagles just from tv schedules and stuff but uh as someone who hasn't watched the eagles much in person Jalen hurts really impressed me he i i think he's better than i i think my impression of him i know it's just one game but is is greater than it was going in because he played really good. I mean, he he was on time, on target, making the right reads. The game plan was really great, which isn't necessarily him. But, you know, outside of that dropped ball that he had where he just gives the ball away for a defensive touchdown to the Chiefs, that was a touchdown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, outside scoop, of that, man, he, he really impressed me. And the Eagles, they're, they're a good team. So I think that was my biggest, my biggest takeaway was that, well, we already knew Pat Mahomes is going to be here forever, and he's amazing. He's great. Fantastic. We already knew that. So my biggest takeaway is probably that Jalen Hurts is might be for real. I, this guy might be the real deal. Which of these two teams is more built for the long-term success to, to, for a potential dynasty in the next five to ten years? Mm, is, yeah. that, is that obvious? That it's yeah, Chiefs? I would say that's fairly obvious. Uh, sorry, Jared. Uh, yeah, but with the Chiefs, it, it, they've already won two, five straight AFC championship games. I'm really sad as a Broncos fan. Could the fan Eagles to see that. compete in that though? Could they be a team that's there year after year after year? Uh, different division, so I guess it's hard to say. But you, to to quote, I I can't remember who said it. It was a, a radio guy. Patrick Mahomes is a demigod. It is crazy. I don't know. 
I don't think he's the kind of guy to embellish his ankle. Oh, don't give me that. You saw him have get rolled up that one time. Man, he was milking the shit out of that. And then comes back on the field like it was nothing. Well, that's like, what happens when you get nothing. like two shots. What is it? Novocaine? They give those guys? Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, my Drogos. biggest takeaway from the Super Bowl taking a step back is that Travis Kelsey easily, easily has one of the best stanky legs I've ever seen Ooh. ever in my entire life. That thing was pure gold, clean and crisp. Yeah, that's probably one of the best storylines too is the the bro- Kelsey brothers. I mean, how how great is it for one of uh, you yeah, I don't know, if you guys have siblings. Um so how great would it be to be able to have that one on your brother for the rest of your life? Oh, like, oh yeah. yeah, well, I'm obviously the well, superior brother. Well, especially cuz Jason's the the older brother, correct? If I'm not mistaken. So Travis Kelsey gets know. it on his older brother. And and in Connor, I believe you're the oldest of your siblings, I am, right? I, am. I I'm a middle child. So for me, it would mean so much more for me to do it over my older brother than over my young. Because I've been beating my younger brother my whole life, mm. but I have never in my entire life I cannot think of a time where I beat my brother Kyle at just about anything, <laughs> whatever it was. He was always bigger, stronger, faster than me, so I never beat him in anything. So mm. to be able to do that, that would mean a lot. And yes, you can absolutely guarantee he will never let his never brother let live it that go. down. Uh, Hey, you, you asked who's better set up for long-term success. I think without looking at, obviously, the contract situations and stuff, which I am very... I'm coming from a space of complete ignorance on, so I just want to preface that. But I think I would pick the Chiefs just because Pat Mahomes has... had He's it. He is the guy, and he's going to be there for a long time. And, you know, on this show, I always... I, it's not... I, I, this isn't a hot take here, but... I am very, very on the side of you just need a quarterback to like start. Like if you have that guy, that quarterback, everything else you can figure out. Like, like, a, like a Russ Wilson type. Like yeah, a, exactly yeah, like that. Just, type. That's like all that. you need. Well uh, said, Connor. But at the same time, it does tend to have. There is a lot of great quarterbacks who win a Super Bowl and have some some success. And it prices out a lot of their other players from being able to come back to the, you know, they, they get a bigger paycheck elsewhere. Uh, and you kind of see this, you know, what, what do they call it? The Super Bowl slump, right? I think Pat Mahomes is too good for them to have a Super Bowl slump. But that's the, if I was going to make an argument for the Eagles that's not contract related, really, it would just be the whole Super Bowl slump tendency. Of, yeah. uh, sometimes that knocks you down a peg, but ah, man, the Chiefs are here to stay. See, for me, though, it, it is the contract. You know, I know Jalen Hurts is coming into a spot where he's going to be getting that big contract, but there's a lot of things you can do early on in those contracts to kind of load it on the front end, load it on the back end, whatever you need to do for your window. And I think that's something you guys are overlooking a little bit that they have they have the ability to kind of create a window until you're paying Jalen Hurts crazy money. Right? I know he was a second round pick, so they don't get that fifth year option. So that does wow, hurt right. them. That does hurt them. But I think there are ways they could backload that contract with the cap hits and everything to allow them to have a two, three, four year window to really build upon. I think overall they're a better team. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback, but I think that they're a better team. They have a better wide receiving core, a better offensive line, a better overall defense than the Chiefs. So I, I You're going to say that after just watching the Super Bowl? Yeah, I am going to say that. I am mm. going to say that because Patrick Mahomes is a beast, and we saw that in that game. Now, don't get me wrong. The Chiefs are a great team. The Chiefs are going to be there year after year after year, but I'm just... I guess what I'm arguing is I think the Eagles... Are, are right there on that cusp of that too. Yeah, that, but that they could dominate the NFC for the next three to five years as well. 
They could. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a he has one year left on his contract next year. So after next year, they're going to have to decide if he's going to. You're going to. You guys are already missing like the most obvious point that they're already paying Patrick Mahomes an ungodly amount of money, and they won the Super Bowl. Still, so the team is already stacked with the problems that the Eagles have yet to face. There's no way to be able to tell what the Eagles will or will not make roster wise to be able to make it. Whereas the Chiefs have already done that. Moot point, guys. Tough. It's tough it, to see you guys like this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is true, and, and you don't know where. Well, I, I, I say I picked the Chiefs, and, and I don't know. I, I think Jalen Hurts is still. If he was, I'll put it this way: if he was a free agent right now after this year, I think they would have to pay him probably just because he got them there, right? Like, they would have to pay him. Uh, but I don't think it would be such a no-brainer, Jared. Connor, I actually, I, I'm, I'm serious. What I don't I'm know telling if you right they now would love... Is, I will not be surprised if this offseason he becomes the highest paid Yeah, why, why, the wouldn't they, why wouldn't they pay him ASAP? Because they're going to have all these contracts come out. Uh, all is these... he going to be made into the highest paid player in yes. the NFL? As yes. of today, before the other new highest paid contracts exactly. come out. In right. the moment when he signs his deal, he will be the highest paid player. And you're going to tell me he's not and better than Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson? Oh, That's what you're going to yeah, tell me? No, you're, yeah, and, and, it's, and fair. it's fair. Honestly, I think you know Jalen Hurts is er, going to earn every bit of it. I, I'm there with you, Connor. He's he's somebody that throughout the course of this season has really impressed me. You know, He's a guy that I think has grown a lot. I mean, I know you guys aren't big college football fans, but thinking back to him getting benched for Tua, him getting benched at Alabama. I think he was a sophomore, maybe a junior at the time. Two was a freshman. Wasn't that in a bowl game? In the in the championship. Oh, that was the championship. Game. So at that was the championship, the championship game. game. He had had, yeah, a, had right. a rough first right. half. They got behind. That's a right. lot of it wasn't even on him. But Tua came in and played well. And you know, and I know they talked about it a lot on the broadcast. They really kind of focused on it. But but they're right. I mean. Jalen Hurts is what all these kids transferring back and forth to all these different schools take a page out of his book. You know, he went and, and sat, rode the bench for a year, graduated, got his degree, then transferred, went and became a Heisman candidate, became a second round draft pick, and now took a team to the Super Bowl and I think is on the cusp of being a top two or three quarterback in the NFL. I really think he is that good. I think he is right up there because of what he brings as a runner, as an athlete, but also as a quarterback in the pocket, his decision-making, everything is phenomenal. I'm really, really high on Jalen Hurts. I think over the course of the next two to three years, he will solidify himself as a top three to five quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I can't really argue. It's, It's good stuff. So, How about Rihanna? You guys, uh, I was playing blackjack. I, it looked like it was going really well. Yeah, not well, gonna I just, lie. Yeah, it sounded the, great. The table, oh. the table that we were at, the the group of friends we had. You guys got a little more into that than I expected. Everyone, uh, Tyler Walgie was leading the pack, but y'all got real into Rihanna. And uh, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it was pretty good. I there was a lot more of her music that I realized I knew that I didn't. You know, yeah, that's kind of how it always is for me with the super. It seems like with a lot of these Super Bowl halftime shows, that's my biggest takeaway is like, oh, I actually like the weekend. I had never heard of I did not know that I knew the weekend when he did the halftime right, show right, right. a couple years ago. And then I end up at the end of it, I'm like, oh, I know a lot more songs. Now, I I have a 10 year old daughter and she really likes Rihanna, some of the, some of Rihanna's bigger hit songs. Uh, so I do know a lot more <laughs> Rihanna songs than I knew the weekend. Uh, but I, you know what? I don't even have a hot take when it comes to this. You, you see online, there's so many people that are like, I love it or I hate it. And for me, it was just like, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I, 
I, I don't really have a take on Honestly, it. Honestly, Rihanna looked good. The whole thing looked good. Like it was a good production. Uh, you know, it's not. I don't. It's not my favorite music. So my take, really, the only thing that I'll take away from it is I just appreciate these artists that get this platform for the Super Bowl, and they don't bring nineteen other artists out there with no, them. She's just probably like just, just seven hundred fifty dancers all dressed. In and white. hey, but that was good, man. That was synchronized. <laughs> that looked good. It was good. What, what are they? What are they even dressed as? Are they like Eskimos? Uh, or are they just I've, like hooded? I've heard some more inappropriate references well. that we'll just leave at that. But uh, <laughs> but I just appreciate that. That's something that drives me nuts about these Super Bowl things, where it's just like a who's who up there, and they just keep bringing out another person and another person and another person. They just keep going and going and going. I appreciate like this is your platform, this is your stage. Go kill it. Just go play your music and show the world that doesn't those like me who don't follow uh, Rihanna. What you got? No, you know, on a, I'm, I'm sorry. I, ha- I hate to do this. On a, I'm like pivoting a little, but on a similar note, if we're talking about things about the Super Bowl that had nothing to do with the game, uh, that national anthem singing was fantastic. I loved right, it. What's that guy's name? Chris, uh, Chris Stapleton. Stapleton. Yep. And I was it. hoping he would bring out the guitar. I really thought if he brought out the guitar, it would definitely lead to an over Which, on it. He did bring out the guitar. He did. And it was but under. it hit an under. But he Pretty- rocked it, man. That was yes. fantastic. I honestly felt like that was the best national anthem rendition I've seen in a while. I, I can't think of a better one, actually. So I don't know. that. I, I really, truly was like impressed. I was like, dang, that guy's got some. Anyways, is sorry. that your first time hearing Chris Stapleton? Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not a country guy. So, so, yeah. so yes, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know who Chris Stapleton was. Well, I bet all. you you do. Oh, maybe you don't. If you listen, to, <laughs> don't listen to country music. I don't know Chris Stapleton, but I bet you I know Chris Stapleton. If I heard some songs, I his most famous would. one is that Tennessee whiskey song. Oh, that's the redo. yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. You've heard so it. I like it. this guy Probably. even more. You have. <laughs> I don't Tennessee know. I can't tell you. That's all I know. A little song. Mm, so there you go. It's fantastic. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. And everyone should get Monday off after the Super Bowl. Why am I on my soapbox? Yeah. All right. I'm with all you. All you listeners out there that don't want to go to work on Monday. We need to organize like a mass protest. See, but the NFL. Or you can just call in. Yeah, that is true. We all get vacation days, right? You know? No, I'm talking like I want it to be like New Year's Day. Like I want like grocery stores to be closed. I want like nobody to have to go to work on the Monday. After I don't know. It's kind of better to like be the one person not working while all the other poor okay, snaps or, have to or be Or you know work. what? They could just... They could seriously solve this issue by just... uh Well, at least not for grocery workers, but for a lot of people, they could solve this issue by just doing it on Saturday. Having the Super Bowl no, on Saturday. That's blasphemy. That'd be amazing. No, the easy solution is push it back one weekend because what, what is next weekend? Like President's Day or they... I believe so, They yeah. got something like that. Where it's not like a national holiday. Not well, everyone no gets, gets that President's off. President's Day off. But, but you could easily be like, hey, we're going to make this a national holiday. You just got to move it back one week, mm. which makes sense with having the extra week in the NFL season. You could find a way to no, make no. it. See, I don't know. See, I don't like how it's already two weeks. Like... It just seems like all you hear about is the Super Bowl for forever. And especially when you have like a, a team that you really like when the Broncos are in the Super Bowl. It just seems like it's such a long wait. Like I freaking hate waiting two weeks for the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm ready to go. Like it, it's over with. Give me a week. Let's go with it. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, that, this is why I don't make those decisions, Jared. I know. I, I, I know. can't somebody, do that. Somebody above our pay grade is making yeah, that can't, decision. Can't do it. Nick, you mentioned the first tutty. You hit it. Any other big prop bets you guys hit or or missed? No, but I did find out that I'm addicted to slots, uh, slot <laughs> machines uh, this time around. What what's the favorite slot? I don't. I won't say. I don't want to give too many people oh. the in. However, with that said, yeah, I had a blast. Uh, what else did I hit? I had some. I had some. 
I like hit all my bets except heads tails. I didn't do national anthem. Uh, I did do somebody in our table hit color of Gatorade, which I find to be outrageous. Was it orange, purple, purple, purple. and purple. Okay. Uh, what else did we do? I thought it was orange. Oh, the I didn't do this one, but this one looked good. Is uh to hit an upright on the field goal. Oh God! Uh, I that know. was like that was like thirteen well, or fourteen t- to one. Tyler and, and Connor mentioned we we obviously had our our recording that never was last week that 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 we had some issues that where we weren't able to play, but that was one of the ones Tyler put out there was hitting the the post and it was a it huge payout for it, man. I can't believe we didn't get in on that. Ah, oh, that stinks. That stinks. The one that killed me, my big one that I had, it was plus a thousand. Any team walk off field goal. And it gets down, and they start lining up. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to hit this. Here's the problem. There was eight seconds left when that <laughs> ball was snapped. Yeah. So it was not a walk-off walk field, field goal. goal. Mm. They ended up having two plays afterwards. So, ah, it was so close. It was so close. I could taste it. I could taste it. And other than that, I pretty much lost every other bet I, uh, pretty significantly. I was 2-0-1 uh, and oh and one in my prop bets. Okay. Yeah, I, I, went, I went with tails, never fails. Despite the uh, Wall G analytics, I went tails never fails, and I got Jalen Hurts first Teddy, uh, and then I pushed on one. I, I got I put a couple hundred bucks on the under for that weird cross sports bet. Uh, will what will be greater number of points scored in the Super Bowl or Jalen Brown's field goal percentage uh, for the Celtics? And it definitely would have hit. But Jalen Brown got an orbital orbital bone fracture previously, and he didn't suit up or play. So I got that money back to me. On yeah, I was gonna say what the what what was I don't even know what the final score was. It was thirty eight, thirty five, math seventy three. Can I do math? Is that right? That's a pretty high field goal oh, yeah, percentage, I crushed buddy. It for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was like a minus one thirty bet. So you know, neither here nor there. But uh, I didn't get too much into the prop bets. But everyone I hit, I guess, was was gold. So there you go. All right. We had a lot of fun. It was was fun. All right. Now it is time to turn the page to the 2023 NFL season. Early odds, no surprise, have the Chiefs, number one, in uh, leading the way to win a Super Bowl at plus 600. Eagles find themselves at fourth at plus 900. Can I guess two and three? Yeah, I got to pull it I up. I haven't seen yeah. these. I haven't yeah, seen Yeah, yeah, go ahead. This is according to DraftKings, by the way. Okay. I'm going to guess the Bills. They were two. Are two. And I'm going to guess three is... Man. Niners. Oh, man. Do you think? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go three as the Bengals. Ooh, nice. All right, let's see here. Let's see. Okay, while I'm looking this... Oh, no, here it is. Pops right up for me. Uh, three is the Niners. 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 Niner, Niner. And then Bengals is fifth. Mm. Where do you? Where would you guys guess the Broncos Stop come it. in at? Stop. <sighs> We're doing this. We yeah. are. We're Just because I want to know how far down you guys think they are. Uh, uh, like wh- whatever is like bottom third. I'm going to say... You know what? I'm going to say 16th. They are top... Almost top third. It's kind of on a fraction. Top third. Great. Okay. They're at eleventh. Right? Great. Is my math right? Yeah. Sure. Eleventh out of thirty three. Yeah. They're eleven plus yeah. three thousand. Okay. Last year yeah. weren't they like plus six hundred at this point? Right when they right when maybe it's I probably, guess it was right after they got Russell closer Wilson. to like plus ten plus like a hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. So <laughs> I, I, too much. I can't do it. 
Can't do it, Jared. Honestly, that's even a little high. I think it's a little high, but yeah. uh, there's a lot. I mean, pretty much after you get past like the top six, seven, it's a lot of teams in like the 2,500 to 4,000, 5,000 range. If you guys had to take one long shot that you would put your name to going into next year, what team would that be? Oh, easy for me. The Chiefs. <laughs> long shot. <laughs> yeah. Long shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is like this has like play the this game. has like uh, Tom Brady tendencies. I'm just gonna bet the Chiefs every year, point, right? and and I, I I was too young. Blah blah blah. Now that I understand the demigod and know <laughs> that Mahomes is definitely gonna win at least two more, I'm definitely gonna bet on him every year for the next ten years. All right. So I will. Act- odds are in your favor at that. Uh, point. I will actually play the game the way that Jared intended it to be played and not say the Chiefs. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go for my long shot. The Jags. Okay. Jacksonville Jaguars. And they're not actually as far down as... Oh, you're I mean, not playing the game, playoffs. Connor. You're so not playing the game. So let's see. They're one, two... They're a long shot. They got to be like ninth, tenth. Tied for ninth. Yeah. Tied for ninth. Oh, top, top third uh, is long can, shot. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Can cool. either of you tell me, and this is just shot in the dark, the team... This really surprised me as I saw it. The team that's tied with them for ninth. It is an AFC East team. The Patriots. No. Patriots are behind this team. Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins are behind this team. Jets? The Jets. <laughs> the freaking Jets. 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 Jets, Jets. Are, are ahead. Nathaniel of- Hackett will lead them to the promised <laughs> land. Yes, that's You know it. what? That's it's probably it. because of the whole Nathaniel Hackett that they're saying that uh, – Aaron Rodgers has a chance of coming there. I mean, that uh, has to be it. You're, you know what? That does make sense. And I have heard, heard a Just lot of the that, whisper of that Aaron Rodgers getting uh, back from his nature hike in the dark with whatever he's taking. Why is everyone hating on him for that? I don't understand that. Honestly, I, does that so not funny. sound like the most wonderful thing in the yeah, world to just amazing. spend a few days in darkness? Connor hates peace. it because he doesn't under Connor would be unable to do it for more than 12 hours. I Connor, you I have a child. I don't hate it. Here's what I have to say about that. If any of us in our regular jobs, any of you out there, if there was any person, like let's just say this person was one of the best that's ever been through your company, right? I'm going to try to make a comparison, right? Because it's not just random Greg at wherever, right? Like we're talking some guy that's been there for 20 years. No, this is employee of the month. Yeah, like the best employee for 20 years, but kind of didn't have his best stuff in the last year or so, right? And he kind of like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's about time. And he just says, I need to go for four days and take a bunch of drugs in the dark and find myself. Like wouldn't everyone kind of be like, Okay, yeah, Bob, that's like all right, no, Greg. If I'm yeah, that's great in theory, my- but it's not a normal job. <laughs> yeah, it's a job that is highly, highly scrutinized and judged. And the guy has a camera in his face all the time. He great. wants to take a break. So if the president of the United no. States got done with being president and yeah, was great. like. All right, you guys, yeah. before I decide if I'm going to run for this next election, I need to go take four days. Well, you just, said that he, you just said that he was done. And then I will come back. Yeah, I find, I'm there, okay with that. In fact, yeah. I might vote, vote yeah. for that at that point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, I, I, and if I, I am Aaron Rodgers or, or bad example. employee it, it of the month, Bob's employer, on, you know it. what I'm going to ask him? Do you have vacation time for that? By all means, go do it, buddy. Yeah. Take your time. It's your time. You're in your off season. Do what you got to do. Yeah, my man is finding peace. Yeah, I just don't understand. A lot of these people are so wound up, so tight they couldn't even fathom not 
talking or anything for 12 hours. I think he loves it too. I think he loves how much people hate his kind of uh, new side of him that he's showing. And I think this has always been who Aaron Rodgers is. He's just kind of letting the world in on the type of person that he is. And I think he revels in the fact of people freaking out over his oh, yeah. lack of uh, orthodox decisions, you know? Yeah. So uh, the team that I'm going to go so with. so rich. It's crazy. The team that I'm going to go with for my long shot, and I want to be very clear, it's not the team I'm rooting for or pulling for, but... I like them as a long shot because I think they have a very good quarterback. Don't like him, but I think he's very good. The Cleveland Browns, plus 4,000. Oh, I'm just saying if Deshaun Watson can return to form of what we saw early in his career, it's a pretty talented roster. It's a team that absolutely could surprise you. If I was going to put money on a long shot, that's who I'm taking because I think nobody's giving them a chance. And if Deshaun Watson comes out and plays really well for four or five weeks, I can promise you they'll be skyrocketing but, up but this list. Let's be real. The only reason you're picking them is because Baker Mayfield hasn't officially had a landing spot yet. Because as soon as he has a landing spot, we all know that's going to be your dark horse. Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think Whoever we can officially say that Baker Mayfield will no longer be getting starting mm. quarterback opportunities. Yeah, you know. I really actually thought with the Rams he'd have a couple of good games and then someone would give him a chance. But when, when you fail, when Sean McVay's your coach. Oh, yeah. What do you owe us for that, by the oh, way? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Damn. I shouldn't have said that. Made, yeah. made a nice $100 bet. Okay. Okay. Before we leave here today, I will, <laughs> I will square up. Okay. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm down even less from the wow, weekend. Wow. That's too less. long. That's for all you out there. Don't let your bets go out three months before you pay them out. That's just wrong. Mm. That's just <laughs> rude. I apologize to you and, mm. and well, to you, our I actually totally forgot until you just said that. Song. I know. I know. I had to. I was actually thinking I was like squaring good, but I no. Never, the I hits keep on coming from this season, don't they? All right. All right. Well, since we have no more football to be betting on, uh, I thought we would have a little bit of fun with our Thrive Fantasy bets this week. And, well, more truthfully, let's be honest, Connor's smoking me again, man. And, and this is just not fun for me when Connor's just keeps winning and I keep losing. So uh, Nick was obviously out last week. He didn't get a chance to make his bets. But we did a, a parlay, a house prop through Thrive Fantasy. Connor, early on. Your Travis Kelsey pick looked like it was going to be a lock. You had him over 79 and a half receiving yards. Mm. And I think he had like 60 in the first quarter. You know what he ended with? Like 82. Yeah, 81 is what I yeah, have 81. here. 81. Yeah. So you just barely hit, hit that, that one. over. Yeah, yeah. But you Wait, I barely what? I barely what? Hit it. Hit it. You know, hit, it. That's a, hit it. You can stop hit it. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Did also hit on the under one and a half passing touchdowns. What do you have? Two rushing. I think you even called that. I'd have to go back and listen to the audio, but I think you even called that. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forget the audio. Yeah, yeah. I did say he's going to rush touchdowns. (laughs) So that gives you a win on the week. Just the one win, though. That puts you to three and one so far in the year. Uh, Mine, not so good. I'm not so good at this, guys. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco did hit the over 69 and a half total yards. However, Jalen Hurts, I was... Thinking that they'd keep him under wraps, running the ball. They did not. He had like 60-plus rushing yards. I had him under 50 and a half. So I lose. It puts me to four and five. The, the losses are piling Ooh, up here, guys. I cannot handle that chip again. Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. So we're going to have some fun this week. I'm going to try to even the playing field. If you didn't know, you can also bet UFC props through Thrive Fantasy. There is a UFC fight night this weekend. We're going to have some fun. I know Connor 
based on the conversation we had earlier today, you and I are not people that follow the UFC closely. No. Nick Sopris, do you follow the UFC at all? Uh, yes, but not closely. So like the fight on Saturday, yes, I know who those two guys are. I don't follow it weekly, but any sort of big fight, just kind of like in boxing to that Tank Davis, uh, Ryan Garcia fight, that's a big one. I think that one's in April. I know that, but to say I follow it religiously would be false. Okay. So you're not going to feel like you have any confidence in these prop bets any more than we do. Correct. Okay. I could name you two UFC fighters that I've ever fought, and only one of them because he went to the college I went to. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. it. And, Con- and the other one's Conor McGregor, and if you don't know him, then I don't know what you're doing. He uh, UFC, right? Is he even a UFC fighter <laughs> anymore? <laughs> I think, I think yeah, he's, he's a boxer. Back. He's back. Oh, is he back? Yeah, he's back. He's back. He's back. I right. said whoever lived, so it doesn't oh, matter okay. if he's back okay. or not. See, he's, he's got a fight versus Michael Chandler, I want to say in August. See, I know it. See, you know. Okay. So Nick is our shots in the resident expert then okay i wouldn't call myself an expert (laughs) all right i will lead off then uh i'm gonna go for the ladies okay what's the score what are our bets oh uh so right now i'm four and five connor's three and one and you are four and three perfect so you're in the middle you're just dancing around the middle there but hey last time you were bringing up the rear the whole time and then you caught me so maybe i could do the same thing i don't know we're gonna try we're gonna try so i'm gonna go with the ladies i'm probably gonna butcher this name don't even care this bet is Based on two things, just looking at the face, she looks like she will jack you up, but I don't know. The bet just seemed a little out of hand to me, you know? So she's got the blue hair. Thought that was, you know, something to just to draw to. Her name is Jessica Andrade, Andreda. I have no idea how you pronounce that. Let's go but with it. 100, the, the over-under for her significant strikes, 136 and a half. The next highest of any of the fights was in the 40s. Not 140s, in the 40s. 136? I mean, come on. What is this girl, just a machine? Just going to keep punching and punching and punching? Maybe. 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 But I'm taking the under. In my mind, there's no way one fighter can get to 136 and a half significant strikes in one fight, especially if it doesn't go the distance. That's banking on it to go the distance. I'm taking the under on that. Connor, what you got? Okay, now... I don't even know enough about the UFC to even tell you what this even is. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even know. Maybe our expert Nick can help I you thought, I thought it, it was a KO when I first looked at this, but now it's a KD. Knockdown. So. Knockdown. So a knockdown. See, I told you so he's yeah, an expert. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you he punch knows him or you enough. hit him and they knock down. Right? That's different than a takedown, correct? Correct. Okay. I'm well, a takedown would be like... Like a wrestling Grappling, move. Yes. wrestling. Okay. Wrestling move. Uh, I'm going to go with Alexander Hernandez under... 0.5 total knockdowns and uh a big reason for the reason i did that was because i thought it was ko and i understood that <laughs> and when i'm looking at the rest of these i'm like sigstra which is now you just said significant strikes yeah, so yeah, i learned every day i learned a minute to uh, figure that td one out. i'm like touchdowns i have no idea what that means uh so i'm gonna go i, I thought this was ko so that's why i did it but now it's kd so knockdown it is alexander hernandez under 0.5 total knockdowns for the win Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Our UFC expert, Nick Sopris, <laughs> what do you got? I'm going to take uh, Jim Miller over a half takedown. Okay. Nothing. That's all. That's all. Okay, over half takedown. Touchdown. Over a half touchdown. Over one game. half touchdown. Yep. Over one half touchdown yeah. in the game. All right, guys, if you want to get in on this or – Looking into what other sports are available, you can get on NBA, NHL. There's lots of good contests out there. You can find them all on Thrive Fantasy. It is the leader in player prop bets. Real easy. You download the app, 
Thrive Fantasy. You can also find them online, but who does that? Just download the app, Thrive Fantasy. Make sure when you sign up, use our promo code RED. That's R-E-D. They will match up to $100 if you just type in R-E-D on the promo code. Get in on this contest. You can also do a lot of great things with player prop parlays. You just got to go to the house props when you do that, okay? So get in on this Thrive Fantasy or thrivefantasy.com. All right, let's end the show here talking some nuggets, some pretty significant stuff. Uh, it actually kind of works for the best that we didn't really get a chance to talk nuggets last week. We kind of had like the halfway discussion, right, on on what was going to come with the trade deadline. The Nuggets hadn't made any moves at that point in time. They obviously did make a couple moves at the deadline. Uh, essentially, as I'm understanding, it was kind of all one big trade, right? It was like a four-team mm-hmm. trade, or you, you kind of give me a look, Connor, and maybe you can explain a little bit better than I can. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it definitely was not a three-team trade because, you know, or four-team, four as it were, because that would be an illegal trade, ah, right? Okay, okay. So, I mean, it was not it was not that way. It definitely played into why the Nuggets, um, you know, essentially did what they did. So I, I would definitely say that the decision was linked, but it definitely was not one big trade. So the Nuggets traded away Bones Island for two second-round picks uh, from the Clippers, right? Um, and then they traded... Oh, and D- Davon Reed. I should mention Davon Reed as well. See, but oh, I no. thought that was a I'm part sorry, of the separate. Yeah. So Davon Reed was for uh, Thomas Bryant. So the only d- player that the Clippers got was Bones Island. Right. So essentially, really when it comes down to it, because we gave them second-round picks and Davon Reed for Thomas Bryant. When it really comes down to it, the Nuggets lost one second-round pick, Davon Reed, Bowens Highland. And they got back Thomas Bryant and... Re- did, what? Did they get a second-round pick, too? Because there was like... They, they got two, but they gave three. So, oh, okay. So essentially, they lost a second-round pick, which, let's be real, when do second-round picks ever pan out? Anything? I know, I mean, never in the history like of the NBA. Never during any Taco Bell ever commercials... <laughs> <laughs> Has any second round pick ever done anything MVPs like you know? Uh, sorry, that's a no. It's funny because you joke. mentioned that, and that was my first thought when they. Oh yeah, we bones. just gave up two Jokic's. I'm like, oh no good, problem. let's just get two more Jokic's. It's fine. Yeah, uh-huh. That's totally fine. Uh, but it doesn't happen all that after. So essentially, we gave up Davon Reed and a second round pick. You get Thomas Bryant and Bones Highland. I mean, that's really what it came down oh, to. You mixed that up a little bit, but oh, sorry, <laughs> Thomas Bryant and. Uh, uh, Reggie Jackson. Yes, Reggie actually. Jackson. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's pretty... I, hey, look, it's not the same trade, but I think that that was playing into their decision. And I like it. I, I mean, I know we all liked Bones, man. Like, Bones Bones was... It's kind of sad how that all went down, but uh, clearly the situation just got to a point that was so untenable that they needed to get rid of him, right? I mean, that's just kind of where it was going. And uh, with with that in mind, I do like what the Nuggets... Uh, have added at the you know Thomas Bryant. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. He's no defensive stalwart. Like he's not going to play great defense. He's just not. But he is definitely a more offensive-minded big than the Nuggets have on the roster, and it's not even close. I mean, he is. He kind of has a knack for scoring. Shoots his. Uh, he shoots a little bit of three, albeit at low volume. Shoots pretty good threes. Shoots some free throws. Uh, you know, at seventy something percent, has a little mid range game. He has the floater. Uh, he's one of the. He's actually a pretty good floater shooter. He's physical. He can get some rebounds. I like it as a backup big move. Uh, and then Reggie Jackson. I mean, not a bad pick. I mean, it, it's kind of like a. He is almost like a a more mature, more proven 
Bones Highland with less of a ceiling. I mean, he's older, right? He's 32 years old. But he kind of, it's funny. Fans are going to see a little bit of that. And if you haven't watched, have you watched Reggie Jackson play much? I honestly, I had to look him up. And, and I, when I initially the Colorado happened, boy. Exactly. That's why I was like, oh, I, maybe I should know him. I, I don't know. But but I, I the name really was not familiar to me. So, no. And this is kind of, even, even the name Thomas Bryant, I mean, when you're trading for essentially backups, I mean, that's what these guys are. They're, albeit high-end backups, it's not exactly a household name. And you guys know, and I think the audience knows, I don't, I don't follow the intricacies of the NBA outside of the Nuggets nearly as much as, as either the two of well, you. Tom, so. Thomas Bryant had a couple quarters where he, he took it to Jokic earlier this year. Okay. The first time the Nuggets played him. And, I mean, that's all you really get off Jokic, right? You don't... You might get a game where you have a couple quarters over on him, right? But he definitely is a is a good player, high energy and and whatnot. But Reggie Jackson is a little bit of Bones Highland, J.R. Smith, Will Barton in him, right? He does have that in him. So for people expecting like, oh yeah, we're getting this grizzled vet. I mean, you might see some streaks if his career is any estimation of the same type of play, right? Taking a couple shots, you might be like, ah, it's a little bit, he's getting a little crazy with some of his shot selection and whatnot. Um, but I do think he plays, he is, he is a smarter player at this point in his career, which is expected from a second year player to a 32 year old, right? Yep. Uh, so I think that, I think you're going to get a buy-in from him in his role. I think he's going to come here and uh, keep in mind, he's signed here. Right? Yeah, exactly. As he was bought he out by here. Uh, by the Hornets. Yeah, exactly. He chose to come back here uh, and sign. So I really do think you're going to get a, a a fully bought in version of him that wants to win a championship. Right. And I think he's a, he's a really good piece. I think he can add a little scoring, a little playmaking and not be a complete and total traffic cone out there on defense. I mean, he's not a great defender either, but he's really long. I mean, that was the knock on Bones, right? He's a a smaller guy. It's harder to... Although Bones has a wingspan too, but he is a smaller guy. Was terrible at defense. So, I don't know. I I am actually of the camp. I think they got better. I think the Nuggets got better. I think this is what they need. And look, the bench has been so bad this year. It can't get worse. I mean, I, I look at it and I'm like... How can it get worse than it was? So, I mean, I should knock on wood or something because maybe it will. That, that's fiberboard, buddy. That ain't wood. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> fiberboard, wood, particle board, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I like it though, Nick. What, what are your thoughts on the on the trade or on the additions? I should say. Yeah, it's okay. I, I think the common the common nervousness is that the Bones Highland leaves you exposed to nobody that can actually just go and get twelve or fourteen quick points. I definitely understand why a person would feel that way. I don't really feel any sort of way about it. I think from the Nuggets perspective, it's a team that they felt like they needed more depth at the actual big man position. So they went out and got more depth. Do I think that bones is a flighty player? hundred percent. I've said this before major gunner. I don't love Reggie Jackson to be totally frank. He reminds me a little bit of like a bigger Earl Boykins. It's a guy that'll dribble out the shot clock at the top of the key, try and make something happen. As a friend and I were talking this weekend, Maybe we need that. Maybe we don't. He does have a little Will Barton in him. A little bit. Sure. So I think it's one of those things that was, I hate to say your plan because it's a lot to ask a guy to, to leave a team and then come to the Nuggets, but it definitely helps with the loss of bones. Is Reggie Jackson enough? I also think that Ish Smith kind of can feel some of those gaps. So maybe in practice what they're seeing is that Ish Smith should get some more playing time. Now with Reggie Jackson, will that happen? Hard to say. 
I don't know. I don't know if I love it. I like Thomas Bryant. I don't know how much he'll play come the playoffs, but it's nice to have as a, as a guy. So I, I just don't think, I don't know. It, it's, it's hard to say. I definitely feel like if bones had been more involved in the team and been more about the team and said, Hey, look, my time is coming. I know that I need to sit back and, and wait on my time to shine. He would still be with the team. So I think that's a, obviously a huge unspoken part about it is the rift between him and you guys Malone. You guys see uh, some of these things coming out from bones. Yeah. Some of his, so, his comments afterwards. It, he, well, yeah. So I, I'm just going to, uh, I'll just briefly put it out. He, you know, he goes on Instagram and gets in a plane, a private plane to go to the Clippers and make some statement. You know, he's on camera talking about how, see, this is, this is what a team does when I'm paraphrasing, but this is what a team does when they, when they like you, when they care about you, you know, uh, which is kind of ironic after the reports coming back from Bones getting punished and having to fly commercial on the way back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but so he does that. You know, he, he does post out there uh, something about how uh, I, you guys, I don't know. He said something about how you guys are hilarious and, you know, you always want to talk smack or something, but he removed it. He deleted it. And, and then he goes on his press conference. And that's, I think that's the more interesting one, right? He goes on his press conference with the Clippers. And he says two things of note. One is he says he never got a chance to play point guard uh, and and, and it, he feels like his playmaking, his passing and all that is an underrated part of his game. He never really got the chance to, to do that before. Funny because it kind of seems like that's exactly what... It is exactly what he did. I don't... I, I think... I, I, hey, it could just be Bones stirring the pot, embracing the Clippers fans like, like he does. I mean, it could be that. I think it's possible that... What he's really saying is the Nuggets didn't give him the full reign to play point guard the way he plays point guard, right? They ask him to do a little more. They did call a lot of ISOs for him, though, so I don't know what he's talking about, but they, you know, Nugget style is a lot more off-ball movement, right? Uh, move, move the ball. The ball's going to come find you back. And Oh, you he, mean basketball. We're talking about basketball <laughs> and how the game's supposed to be played. Yeah, I think Bones is a guy that wants to be on a team that's a lottery team. Like, the Nuggets have different aspirations. So, yeah, he's obviously upset oh. that his game style doesn't match that when we have a two-time or MVP. Or an ISO-heavy team the like, problem, like the Clippers. The Clippers are an ISO-heavy but, team. Yeah, like and, and they've never won guys. shit. And think they've think never Bones won shit. going to be the guy? Like, no, and he won't be the guy. And the thing is, Bones can win you two games, or he can win you a game, and he can lose you two games. The problem with Bones is he's a victim of circumstance and what happened last year. Everybody and their mother, with the exception of Jokic, got hurt last year, and so Bones was thrust into a role that he probably shouldn't have been in that early, so he got a taste of what it was like to be the, quote, guy. And now that Murray's back, now that you've got guys that actually are required and need the ball or maybe not need deserve the ball bones has been put back into a position that probably is more realistic for his current style of game but i hear what you're saying but again it's it's like that's great that bones is upset like sorry dude like yeah. sorry sorry man uh, i don't know what to tell you so i thought that one was interesting and then and then the last one he said that i thought was interesting was he was asked specifically about Jokic and jamal murray and how it's like to play with them and then now you're playing with pg and Kawhi leonard you see this one too? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I I had seen. Was and he says, and he, he gives some sort of you know long answer about how Jokic is more of a pass first guy and and PG and Kawhi are more more scorers, you know. But they're both you know great. They're all great players, and it's just kind of a different style. And then he goes, uh, so yeah, you know, uh, they have a they have one phenomenal player over there and 
two phenomenal players over here. So he was asked about Jamal and Jokic and then just talks about Jokic, says that they have one phenomenal player over there. And two. Now, granted, no one's saying that Jamal Murray is more phenomenal or what. You know, I mean, no one, no one would, would say that. But generally, if there's nothing there, if there really is no fire where the smoke is, right, you're going to say something about Jamal. Yeah, you know, Jamal, he's, you know, taught me a lot of things and the way he can shoot the ball is real great or whatever. And Jokic just, uh, y- you know what I mean? There's a way to answer that question without having to sit, like pretend as yeah, if Jamal Murray's this legend, right? Um, but I think that was shade. I think that was very clear shade. Who bro. cares if it was shade? I don't care. Sorry, man. You didn't want to buy into the team. You're gone. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things. That's great. Bones, you're probably going to be a really good player. He was on that all-rookie team. He is on the all-rookie team. I think I, for the second straight year, the the sophomores or whatever they're calling it, that's great, man. Have fun. Wish you could have been here. So, Wish you would have bought in. You'd have been a great piece. So we play the Clippers in like 13 days, I think. Sweet. I, probably, I'm excited. Who's counting, right? Probably will win. Hey, I'm excited to check it out. See, you know, although it's the second end of a back-to-back, so I don't know if Jamal will even be playing. Do you guys know is Bones a starter for them? I don't no, know. I'd have to see. No, no. It depends on no. it depends on Kawhi and and Paul George and the rest schedules and and they've got him on crazy rest schedules over in LA. Because neither of those guys are playing point guard really at all. True, but then what you have to do is when if both those guys are out, you take them out, you slide people over. Yeah, so true. there's a situation where he could start. Maybe Connor disagrees, but I just don't necessarily see a situation where I, he's a full time starter. I think Terrence Mann's probably still their starter. Great. Uh, I, you know, I think he's got. They did get rid of their second and third string point guards. So I do think that the door's open for the, him to the, get some the minutes. The minutes are there, certainly. Yeah, I think the minutes are there as a, as a two-guard. So, I don't know. We'll see, man. But I like the trade. I know some people hate it and, and really loved Bones. I get that. But, you know, at a certain point, like when a guy doesn't want to be here and you, you did what you could to get to get rid of him. And I think they were a little bit of a – the Nuggets had a little bit of what happened to them is what happened with Arenado. Now, granted, Arenado is an MVP caliber player. Bones Highland is just like a rookie with a high ceiling or second-year player. But a little bit of the same thing happened, right? To where your relationship got sp- fractured. And, and it, it was obvious. It was known It became publicly. obvious to the whole league that you are going to trade this guy. And I think that just tanked his market value, you know? And, and so they got what they could for him. And, yeah, because I know on, so. initially there was, there was the rumors of them seeking a first-round draft pick compensation. Right. Obviously getting two seconds. But you know what? The Nuggets are still first in the West. So. Did they do enough, though? Did they do enough? There's, we'll talk about it in a minute. There's a lot of teams that made some big-time moves in the West. Did the Nuggets do enough, in your mind, to stay atop the West? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think when you have a team like the Nuggets, it's the number one seed. You don't need to make a big move. It's obvious. It's not a hot take. Like what big, like what move could they have made without gutting the team? Would you have made? So to say like, did they make enough moves without making moves? They've been number one in the West. So yeah, you know what? I agree. I agree with Nick. Everyone else is trying to catch up to what the Nuggets are doing right now, right? They all had to make these moves just to try to go beat Nikola Jokic and and the Nuggets. And, And the Nuggets are where they are because they have the two, possibly three-time MVP. Stout of the week. Stout of the week. Stout of the week. I feel like every time I do a Jokic stat, it's kind of a little bit of a cheap shot. You mean, I mean, ev- you mean every it's Tuesday? so easy. Yeah. Every, yeah, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, every Tuesday when they allow We're me. We're going to start tallying. Let's get a board up here. Go when ahead. they allow me. Uh, so, Nikola Jokic right now has over 1,000 points, 500 rebounds, and 500 assists in this season. He's the only person to have that. Nobody else even has 1,400 and 400. Nobody even has 1,400, 400. He has 1,500, 500. 
right? This isn't advanced stats. People call the Jokic fans the advanced stat nerds, the stat geeks, right? Not just look at the regular stats. Those are fine as well. Uh, also, one thing that I think is pretty crazy. There has only been one time this season in 50-some games where Nikola Jokic shot less than 50%. That's it. That is a crazy stat, man. That is nuts. Especially for, uh, I mean, I get he's a big guy. You get a higher percentage you shots do. inside. But he does stretch the floor a little bit. He spreads it out a little bit as well. He gets some shots away from his No, he does. And, he, and, and with all the focus being on him, and he's getting double teamed and triple teamed, and uh, his efficiency is unreal, man. And so I, they have the, you know, in the conversation, arguably the best player in the NBA. And when you have that, and you, you can get some role players behind him, you have a chance. And so the trade deadline came, and, and you know, obviously Durant came to the Suns, right? When I look at the landscape of the West now, after everything is settled, I think that my confidence level went from, oh, I don't think anybody is going to stop the Nuggets in the West. Like, I just don't think that's going to happen if the Nuggets have home court. Right? I, don't, I do not think that's going to happen to where now I'm like, yeah, healthy Phoenix team. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. And I think it would be a great series. And I think the Nuggets still absolutely can win that series. But that's no small thing. Okay. I mean, they got some amazing players over there now, you know, with their big three, if you want to call it, of uh, Chris Paul and, and Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. You, when you add, when you are already a pretty good team, and you add a top five all-time player, it's fantastic. So, but I still think the Nuggets got it. I still, I think they can win. KG to the Suns. You just mentioned that. Kyrie to the Mavs. Yeah. Uh, D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers. Any anyone other that I'm missing? Any of the big moves? What's the most? So you 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 think clear and obvious to you? I mean, okay, we we can all agree. KD to the Suns is the huge move. That's a team that went to the finals last year. Am I right in that? They they absolutely have a team that the Mavs or who are you saying no 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 sorry the Suns no I don't believe so I think it was the Mavs and Golden State who made it to the Western Conference Finals oh yeah Golden yeah, State that's correct Golden State. it was two years ago that the Suns correct went. okay that's what I'm thinking the Suns really have struggled though this year does that make them the biggest threat then you guys are telling me that's the obvious big move. Are they the obvious biggest threat then? Or do you still look at a team like the Mavs adding Kyrie as a bigger threat to the Nuggets? I think the two teams, that, the two biggest teams that I would uh, be the most nervous to play against in a seven game series would be a healthy Golden State Warriors hitting their stride or the Phoenix Suns. I, I don't see this. Uh, I don't see the Mavs still being a. Like a threat to the Nuggets right now. I really don't. I don't think that would. I mean, is Nick? Do you disagree with me, Nick? Did that move put the Mavs up to where they can beat the Nuggets right now in a seven game series? I mean, you just said a healthy Golden State. I think the the same thing applies for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. I I don't see a situation where Chris Paul can play. He's playing. I think his his stats are some of the worst, especially his advanced metrics. He's scoring less. He's assisting less. Obviously, his assists are about to jump up. For me, it's in order. I would say Golden State, Dallas, Phoenix. If we're talking about those two teams memphis continues to lose games the nuggets just keep trucking along with so, an awful bench really so, so you you uh you i don't like, want to see golden state you like at all dallas's chances more than you like phoenix sun's chances yeah assuming kyrie irving doesn't have a complete and total meltdown absolutely which yeah. is a big <laughs> assumption correct a big assumption so i don't know I, I i'm actually going to the uh phoenix nuggets game out in phoenix so it'll be fun to watch that yeah that's awesome. uh i just it'll be interesting to see 
it'll be interesting to see. I just, I, I don't love Memphis. I, I think Sacramento has been a nice surprise to say I've seen them a bunch. I think I've seen like two or three games, so I can't really honestly give you too much of an opinion there. But I, the one team that I consistently do never, ever, ever want to see is Golden State. That is the Achilles heel. We never match up well with them. You get them healthy and on a 10 game, 10 out of 13 game win streak. That's got danger written all over it. Nuggets have a huge advantage, the mile high stuff. Uh, so I just, you get them home, uh, home court advantage. That's great. I just, I don't see very many teams that can beat the Nugs with home court advantage, seven games with the exception of Golden State. The, the Golden State's so tough. I mean, obviously they're proven winners, right? And they have a, you know, arguably the best closer in the game in Steph Curry, or at least right up there with anybody you want to mention, right? So that's always tough. But Golden State presents, uh, presents a unique problem uh, sort of how I mean the Nuggets present unique problems to people right Golden State has that same you just a different type of uniqueness about them they don't rely on a whole bunch of pick and rolls which is what the NBA has gone to they do a whole bunch of off ball screens and different actions to get their shooters the ball uh, and whenever you got some of the better shooters in the history of the NBA from outside it's tough it's tough so uh, I do think Golden State is is I know they're down there right now. Well, and that's the thing that's like, like my biggest fear is they're going to end up being eight the seed, eighth seed and, and the Nuggets are going to mm-hmm. end up playing them in round one of the playoffs. That That's like my biggest – it's something yeah. I, I didn't write it down, but I believe it's between the second and like 14th seed in the West is like nine games, which I know that's a lot. And, that's and a what, lot of games. What do we have, 30-some on that? But, I, I mean, that's to the second seed. I mean, that's not just to get into the playoffs. That's to be have a, a playoff series at home, right? I mean, like, these are teams that any one of those teams, uh, you know, along the way, I mean, you could see teams go up, go down. It's, it's anyone's guess right now who the Nuggets will end up playing in the first round. I think you can fairly confidently say the, the Nuggets will have a home series to start the playoffs, but you could absolutely end up playing one of these three teams that you guys talk about in that first round. I mean, that, that scares the hell out of you that it could be a murder's row just to get to the conference finals. Yeah, I would rather not have that. I know people out there say you got to Beat the best to be the best, and that's true. Yeah, we try to build up to that. <laughs> I would you know? rather. I would rather have easier opponents. I would rather get a championship playing all easier. Well, this opponents, is this is a stupid thing to say, but you you're gonna have to play someone. I just don't want to play Golden State in the first or the second round. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to see. Give me Minnesota. First. Give me New Orleans. Especially, give me the Clippers. Especially with this narrative going around, man. With uh, you know, I mean, it's. Fair or unfair, there is some narrative out there that Jokic can't get it done in the playoffs right now, which I personally think is outrageous. We know bogus. you think that outrageous. outrageous. <laughs> we know that you feel that way. It's I bet bogus. you he has a stat of the week next week about <laughs> yeah. No, not that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, it is outrageous. The, the last time this Nuggets team was healthy, they went to the Western Conference Finals. I know that that's the bubble year, and people don't count the bubble yeah, year outside of LeBron. Uh, but 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 except still, you right which there, is just why most except of, you right there just counted it. Okay, yeah. but but which is why most of us. But it's don't, because we it's, don't the only, it LeBron. it's the only. It's the only. It's not a perfect comparison, but it's the only comparison. We it's the only sample size we have that exists of this Nuggets team. Right, the last two Nuggets teams that have been. Uh, you know, we beat Nikola Jokic two years ago that he beat Portland in the first round and then he lost to the Suns, who were a very good team, uh, and then lost last year to Golden State in the first round. Go look at the roster. It is littered with players 
who were making big contributions who are either out of the league because they couldn't find a job or collecting do not plays right now on other rosters. I, I mean, seriously, Austin Michael Green. Rivers. Well, yeah, and he's, he's getting some minutes, okay? Um, but yeah, Austin Rivers was like a huge piece. Facundo Campazzo's out of the league. Bryn Forbes getting DNPs. Will Barton getting DNPs. Jermichael Green getting do not plays. I mean, the roster's full of these guys who... We're just, they're not even good enough to be on a roster this year. Come on now. So that's why I don't want to see. I know it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like a, I'm, I'm being nitpicking. I don't want to see Golden State in the first round because I don't want that narrative to take off. That's what I don't want. So do, do we give LeBron like one minute on the way out here or, 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 no. or, or do we, do we not? It's a fantastic it? record. Do we not? It's fantastic. We don't. One of the greatest okay. players of all time but beat a, one of the greatest records of all you time. You want to talk about legendary? The picture from behind LeBron where you can zoom in on Phil Knight and he just doesn't even care. Yeah. He's just like not even entertained by it. He's the only person in the stadium without his phone. And it's just awesome. This guy is just a legend. He knows he's he is, he is he the boss and he nobody can compete with him. But I will give LeBron his his one second here. Congrats, man. Assistant greatness for a long time. Yes. You keep playing long enough, of course, you're going to be the best, okay? Uh, But with that, we'll call that a wrap. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys check us on Twitter at Red Rock Sports 1. Wherever you're listening right now, please subscribe, like us. Let everyone know how great this show is. It really does help us out. Helps us gain some more traction, more listeners. And make sure you tune in each and every week. We record Tuesday nights, release our shows on Wednesday. For Connor and Nick, I'm Jared. Thanks for stopping by.